Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Hi and welcome to Friday's episode on ADHD. And today I'm going to be sharing with you a question I got from a a mum of a 12-year-old girl who has ADHD. And she said that her daughter struggles with executive functioning and has emotional dysregulation. Her impulsive reactions are exhausting, but slowly getting better as we learn about it and are able to explore ways to help her manage her loud outbursts. Her sometimes sluggish disposition, lack of motivation or desire to complete simple everyday tasks is quite wearing on the family. She doesn't have a very good sense of time and has no desire to work on her sense of time. She can be quite rigid and inflexible and hard-headed with some topics, which makes it hard to talk to her through these challenges. Wow, I really hear you here. And I'm sure many of the listeners today are nodding their heads and going, yes, absolutely, someone understands. So just know that if you're listening to this and you have a child with ADHD, you are not alone. There are many, many parents out there that struggle, myself included, because my 17-year-old has ADHD. And for years, we've been working with it and trying to help him find ways to navigate through his own life with the challenges he faces. So I love the fact that these parents are are, impro- are are getting to the are able to handle the impulsive reactions because as we know impulsivity is a, is one of the symptoms of ADHD and it is exhausting it's absolutely exhausting to live with but they could they say they're slowly getting better as they learn about it together and explore ways to help their daughter manage her loud outbursts here's the thing In episode 184, I talked about empathy and I talked about shame and I talked about sympathy. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I I encourage you to do so because it might give you some ideas for how we can help our children feel better about themselves. Because as you well know, kids who have ADHD don't really feel great about themselves. They know they have it. They struggle with it. They wish they didn't have it. They look at everyone else and think they're better than them. And they struggle with self-esteem and self-worth. So the way in which we respond to them is really key so that we don't break them, but we build them up. But neither do we disable them, but neither do we enable them. It's such a fine balance and an intricate dance. 
But being able to to help our kids manage their own emotional outbursts is huge. And I won't talk about it too much today, but do tap into episode 184 and take a listen to that. So some other things that can really help is, as I said, using empathy. The other thing that really helps me is to witness my own judgment because I will raise my hand and say, absolutely, when my son comes home and says he's done certain things or forgotten things or left things behind, the first thing I jump to is judgment. I don't say it. I've learned not to say it. But in the past, I have said things that have been pretty judgmental and not very kind. So I don't say it. I hear it in my mind and I witness my own judgment as judgment. I don't take, I, I, I don't get hard on myself. I just witness it as I'm in judgment. And what do I need to do? I need to go into an, another mode to help shift me out. And I use curiosity. If I think, get curious here, what's going on? Why did this happen? It's going to take me out of judgment and it's going to shift me back into more compassion, kindness and being able to be empathetic. Because it's really hard to be empathic sometimes with these kids because you're just at your wit's end. They've forgotten something for the umpteenth time and you're like, wah. So noticing when you go into judgment and then when you are being able to zip it and not say it. Because we all know when we say it, it's just salt in the wound. What happens is they explode, we explode to their explosion and the reaction is furious and hard and disconnecting. So all that does is it severs you from your child in the moment when in fact they need you the most. So what also helps me is to not take it personally. You know, sometimes what they say and they do, we kind of take it that they're blaming us for it and they're not. I honestly don't believe they are. So being able to not take any of their behavior personally is a really good thing to do. So I let my son know that I'm here if he needs me. I ask him if he needs any help. And when he says no, I say, okay. But I I also have I've had a conversation with him. And I've said, you know, it's really hard for me to sit and watch you not do your homework when I know it's now 9.30 p.m., you've got to get it done and you're, you're you know just idly wasting the time. You're sitting on a YouTube video or a Snapchat and you're not doing what you need to do. And it, it's really hard for me to watch it. So do you want me to ask you how it's going? And if I ask you nicely, like, hey, how's it going? When I can see you're on, on your phone on Snapchat, is that okay for you? Or would you rather I didn't say it? Do you want me to remind you that you're wasting time? Or would you rather... I don't. And sometimes he'll say, you know what, if you can, if you do it nicely, I'd love a reminder. But if you do it with sarcasm and just a bit of eh, then don't bother. And you know, from the mouth of babes, he's so right. Because if I'm going to remind him and I'm going to point out to him that he's running out of time, but I don't do it nicely, why do it? So the other thing I also share with my kids is I say to them, it's really hard for me to watch because as a mum, we're wired to help. 
to my daughter, I say, one day, if you're a mum, you'll get this. But until you're a mum, you just don't get it. I say to my son, you won't be a mum, but you'll be a dad. And I'm quite sure it's frustrating for dads to sit and watch their sons not get on with something. But please understand me. So this is where I ask them to try and walk in my shoes and say, please understand, I just can't help it. I'm like Bruce the shark in Nemo, where I smell blood and I I just can't help myself. I got to go and do it. As a mum, we're wired to help. So we just want to help. So I have these discussions with my kids and I know um, when we have these discussion, discussions not in the heat of the moment, it helps us in the heat of the moment. You know, so when, when this mum said her daughter doesn't have a very good sense of time and has no desire to work on her sense of time, what I might do in this situation is when things are good, when we're out at Starbucks having a hot chocolate or something or we're out for a walk or sitting in the car, I talk about time and say, you know, how do you feel about it? Because this this girl might say, Mom, I find it so frustrating. I know I just I can't get a grip on time and I and I'm crap at it. Then you have this beautiful inroad to try and help her. But in the moment where it's late and she hasn't done her homework and time's running out, that's not the moment to have a conversation about time. So see if there's something you can do to help her. See if she's open to some suggestions. The one thing my son uses that's really good, it's this clock face and it's not a, it's a timer, but it works in the reverse. So in other words, it's just a, a, a little dial that you slide round to the full circle or three quarter circle or half a circle and it turns that half or three quarters or quarter into red and the red diminishes as time ticks away. So if they look at it, they can see they have, you know, um, 270 degrees of time left. But if they look at it and they've, they've used 15, 20 minutes, they'll see that the red sliver is 15, 20 minutes less. It's a really good tool. I can't remember what it's called, but I will see if I can find it and put a link to it at the end of this on the podcast notes here, because that's a really good tool to help then manage their time and it, it actually then helps me not be able to nag them because they're managing it for themselves because that's what we want. We want them to be able to develop the skill of being aware of time. So the other thing she mentioned here was that the her daughter can be quite rigid and inflexible and hard-headed, which makes it hard to talk. It is. It's very hard to talk to someone who is shut down and it's my way or the highway. But here you can have a conversation with her and say, you know, I respect your your decision and I respect your opinion and you're totally entitled to it. But it might be useful for you to think of other ways you could do it. I'm not saying you have to do it this way, but be open to it because there's loads of different ways to approach one thing. And just doing it one way it might work one time, but you might need another way for it to work in another moment. So helping them understand that it's not a sign of weakness to take on the approach and way of another person. Because I think that's the other thing with kids with ADHD. Because their sense of self can be compromised, they don't feel good about themselves, that they in their minds think, 
Well, if I don't do it my way and I do it someone else's way, that's a sign of weakness. And I help my son understand. He's actually not like this, but I know that my daughter actually is like this. She doesn't have ADHD, but she's very hard-headed and very like, I'm going to do it my way. So to help her understand, it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. It's not a sign of weakness to say, ah, you're doing it that way. That looks much better than the way I've done it. In fact, it's a sign of courage and it's a sign of being vulnerable and being able to try something new. And it's this fear of the unknown. You know, they, 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 they want to do it their way because they, they think they know that's how they're going to do it. They don't want to step outside their comfort zone when in fact the comfort zone they're in is highly uncomfortable and stinging and getting right to them. But they have, they don't want to jump out of it because they think it's all comfortable because they know. So I help, I, I have these kinds of discussions with my kids to help them hopefully be able to navigate whatever it is they're going through, whether it's ADHD or not. But the ADHD is it can be a real struggle and I hear you and I am happy to help. So if you have any questions or there's something bugging you and you want to reach out, please reach out. This mum reached out to me. I got an email out the blue, louise at yourparentingpartner.com and in it came and here I am addressing it in a podcast. So I really hope it helps the mum that wrote in because I sure know it's going to help lots of mums out there. So thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.